0: Hi guys, on this episode you're going to hear myself and Michael Rydams discuss the hate they give us. So it's a lot that's been going on, especially since the murder of George Floyd. So we're just speaking and I'm just going to let you guys listen to it. Enjoy. All the things that's going on at the current moment, the whole George Floyd incident, or I should say the whole George Floyd murder, this is that... um... How do you feel as a black man in regards to how society is reacting to it, how maybe your peers are reacting to it, whether it's the same peers, your black peers or your white peers? Like, how do you Uh, feel? What are your thoughts?
1: um, My thoughts about it is that I seen it coming, but I didn't know it was going to come at at this like large of a magnitude I didn't expect this um I think it was overdue to be exact um I think for certain black people um it was just one of those it was like the tip of the iceberg you know it was like this is it like you know we're tired of this um a lot of, you know, it's <clears throat> so someone said to me, you know, well, what about the looting and all that? I'm saying, like, yeah, the looting is bad. It is the rioting. But America goes to war to bring peace, right? All the time. Mm-hmm. So then you have to look at it in that aspect. We have to go to war in order to gain equality because people will say, oh, well, we're equal in what regards? I don't see how America has been completely equal with Black people if we still have to fight for certain things that people that are white automatically get. Um, I'm sure there's many white people that don't have to tell their sons and daughters, make sure when you go out tonight, when you see the police, make sure you have your hands on the steering wheels so it's visible and this, that, and the third. I'm sure they're not telling their kids that. But, Never. As I, but as me, as a black man, and then I have younger siblings, I then not have to tell them that, yo, you got to make sure when you see a cop, make sure that you're nice, make sure that you're polite, make sure that you are you don't scratch your pocket or scratch your, like, don't put your hand in any position that they might feel threatened. And it's like...
0: And what you just said right there is exactly what I tell people when they're in this whole movement of saying all lives matter and trying to take it away from black lives matter. Because as you just said, they don't have to tell their son that's not black to do all these things when a cop comes around. Right. So how, you know, yes, all lives matter, but that's not the issue at hand. The issue at hand has been going on before we were even born. Correct. So this is why, When people are, I feel like people are trying to minimize it when they say all lives matter, just to maybe not hurt the CEO that's cutting your check.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, we know everyone lives matter, but it's. I think someone posted on Facebook It's like, if your house is on fire, is the fire department going to come water down every single house? No, he's going to come attend to the house that is on fire. And it's the same situation. Black people are the ones that are getting slaughtered like wild animals in the middle of the street in broad daylight on camera. And we're just saying, look, obviously they don't think our lives matter. I mean, it's written in the Constitution. I think it's in the Constitution that yo, know, we're not even considered full human. I think it's like three-fifths of a man or some some shit like that. It's like... <clears throat> and a lot of times I have to remind people a lot of these legislations and laws that are written was already implemented before slavery ended Mm -hmm. so everything has to be rewritten in order for us to be equal because you can't have us abide by rules that was written before we was able to say we are free or we are equal because the laws was written before that so you cannot say oh we're equal no we're not equal so, oh well, look at athletes. Oh, what the fuck? That's like one percent of the black community, and not even one percent. That's like 0. .5 of the percent. It's like you cannot use that, and the black athletes are only doing that so they can get up out of a situation that you have put them in.
0: But not only that, people that are benefiting from the white from the black athletes are the white CEOs and the white business owners of all these sport leagues etc because they know and it goes back in time with the during slavery you will just make the black person come to perform so the white people are entertained right it has been going on like that for years so did you of course you probably saw the horrific video what were your thoughts? <laughs>
1: to, okay, so I'm I'm on I'm on two sides of the fence with this one. Okay, and for me, I was kind of it 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 was sickening to watch. But then I'm also on the other side of the fence. It's like anyone that's out there watching this, why would you sit there and watch this? Me personally,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I would have if I had to risk my life to save another person's life. Then so be it.
0: But that's the thing that the the officers, they know that they're hiding their racism behind the bullshit because they know 90 percent of the time people are not going to jump in. And and most of the people that were there, even the girl that did the video, she was black. They're going to be scared to jump in because they know that their their life don't matter. So even if she was going towards, like, to push him out of the way to get off, you know, get off of him or move your knee from his freaking neck, she knew she would have died, too.
1: Right. But, you know, at this point, you know, I mean, yeah, I have my son and I love my son more than anything in this world. And damn it, if anybody touch my son, I'm going to freaking go to hell and back for that boy. Mm-hmm. and I would do the same thing for my brothers and my nieces and nephews and all of them, but <clears throat> you know, me personally, it's one of those things it's like, we see the video, we, we've we seen it, we've seen it happen before with um, I cannot think of his name right now, the guy that died in New York for, um, for supposedly selling cigarettes by the police. It was,
0: was it Eric Gardner? Eric
1: Gardner, right. Mm-hmm. So we've seen it before. It's not... As if it's just something new. So me, this and this is just me personally. I just couldn't see myself standing there watching someone being killed in front of me mm-hmm. for supposedly, and they haven't even proven that. I'm, I'm not even sure they have. Supposedly writing a bad check. Supposedly. Hmm. So you just took a man's life for a check that supposedly was bad. We have seen enough evidence that, you know, there is a a problem. And until racist white people are willing to admit that there is a problem, there will continue to be a problem. And i seen a video with this um, gentleman talking to this young teenager. I think he was 16. He was saying, if we don't find a different way to go about this, then we're going to be fighting the same war. 10 years from now, 20 Mm -hmm. years from now. And it's like, you know, at some point, if we have to put our lives on the line to save the next generation, then damn it, that's what I have to do to save my son's life to make, to ensure that um, his life is saved, then damn it, that's what I'm going to do.
0: Correct. I think that that's what all fathers or all parents, that's what they will kind of do because they want to protect to protect their child they want to protect their brother their uncle their cousins I think that we all saw ourselves
1: right and that's what it was right I think that's what it was I saw my son right I saw
0: junior I saw
1: Fabian like like I see my brother Dean BJ, Taj, like I seen them. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I was looking at and I was like, yo, that could have been my brother. Yep. And I'm not gonna just stand there and just watch this freaking man because, I mean, and then like the shit that pisses me off is the fact that this man had his hands in his pocket. As if he was just taking a rest on some, like, and the shit, it pisses me off to the point where it's like, man, how much is enough? Like how much is really enough? Like what is it going to take? And God forbid I don't wish no ill will on nobody. It's gonna it's gonna take until it hits home for one of these racist white people for them to realize that yo, this shit is real.
0: But and not even not only one time because it's real that they don't care about your life, my life, the life of my son. They don't care but they know that they have a system behind them
1: that's protecting them
0: right so when they know that they have a system behind them like even remember when the guy from Minneapolis I guess he was probably the head police or something he was like he doesn't want he doesn't think there's enough evidence even though there's a whole video that's showing this that he put his knee on the man's neck for over six minutes And then they try to come up with some crazy, like the autopsy, the person that did the autopsy on the cop side, that it wasn't that, that he had preconditioned um, medical issues, that that's why he died. And then the the, um, family of George Floyd, they were like, no, we need to conduct our own. And then it just came out that, no, he died because there wasn't enough blood going to his brain, et cetera, from the knee, the pressure.
1: Right, but even even if he had other underlying um health condition, don't you think you putting pressure on someone's neck could have triggered exactly. that?
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: So you just basically forced this man's death to come earlier than it should.
0: Exactly. And then you
1: and then you're sitting there with this smile on your face as if, oh, oh well I just killed another black man. Good riddance.
0: And he went home. He went home yeah. to his family because he felt that he was going to be protected, just like the other people that killed the man that was jogging. They went home because yeah. it was it was nothing. It was just another body, another black person. Nobody's gonna think about them. Nobody's gonna care. The one like, and they're videotaping these things. There's right. a
1: and that's the thing it's 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 not as if we're just making this up we're just saying hey we saw so-and-so get killed no you
0: and this is why people are mad this is why people are frustrated i give you guys all the evidence and you guys are still slapping us in the face saying that it's not enough people are going to be upset and the only way of course that we've always said you have to hit people where it hurts and that's the money we spend money on everything, Nike, this, that, weaves, the nail shops, name it. We go there weekly. If there's a new sneaker about to come out, we, we line up. We do all of this, but what we haven't done is find a way to stick with each other and support support each other through good and through bad to get a better outcome.
1: And I think I think that's where the brown community, black community is really lacking is that our support system is really lacking. We don't pull each other's we don't pull each other up enough. I think we look at everyone and say, "Oh man, I want to be like you" instead of saying, "Yo, let me help you become like me or become better than me." And I think that's where we have to change that we have to put that we have to embed that in our children to make sure that, listen, we're not going to sit here and and um, compete with each other. We're going to help each other. And I think that's where we need to do better. Instead of competing with each other, we have to see how we can work with each other. And I look at and I look at the one community to me that um, gives me um, hope is the Jewish community. Like, they to me are the most cohesive people I've ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. You can't mess with one Jew unless you're messing with the whole community. And I think that's what it is with brown people. We're not, we're not, we're so, I think the problem is we're so trying to fit in and trying to gain acceptance by people that have been torturing us for years. That we lose sight of the actual goal that we are trying to reach, and that is we are trying to get back to being kings and queens, and that's our problem. We're so focused on trying to get like fuck their acceptance. Like we don't need their acceptance in order for us. To feel like we are somebody. We don't need that. We just need to come together as one and say, listen, this is what we need to do in order for us to grow. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that's where it really starts right there. We have to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, listen, how can I make sure that the next generation realize that we're not niggers and hoes and bitches and all of this, that we are actually kings and queens and princes and princesses. And I think that's really what it has to come down to.
0: Us. Us. The way that we treat each other, the the way that we speak to each other, the way that black men treat black women, the way that black women treat black men. I think that sometimes. And then even sometimes, you know what? Yes, you could love someone out of your race and that's fine.
1: Right. Well, I'm not I'm not against interracial mm-hmm. dating. I think it's just a matter of are you going to accept me for who I am?
0: Mm-hmm. that
1: that if something goes down it's not gonna be you looking at me through the side of your eye and say hmm i wonder if he's gonna be this type of person because so and so in the black community this he is he gonna look at me that like i'm the racist person that just killed so and so like no if you're with me then i'm with you but that doesn't mean that when shit pops off you're not gonna stand by me exactly
0: No, I I completely get it.
1: Exactly. I I don't know if you've seen it. There was a white girl that was in New York. I think it was New York. And she had on a t-shirt. She said, white women love opening their mouth for black dicks. But not when a black man is getting hurt. They got their mouth closed. I said, oh, God.
0: She wasn't lying, though. (laughs) Because you go anywhere, that's what they're like. Oh, them it's all about the dick. Good God, Yeah. Right, say good God. But that this is when you know who you riding with or who just talking about it when you're in front of their face, and when you're not in front of their face, then bam, they're not gonna preach the same way.
1: Right. I
0: need to see that. You need to send me that.
1: I'm going I'm to find that picture and I'm going to send it to you because i seen that shit and I was like, good God. It's
0: the same thing like <laughs> remember the reporter that was reporting. The woman, the white woman was looting. She had like bags of clothes coming out of the store and her report was um, you know, here we see a woman coming out. She I hope that she's working there. You know, hopefully she's one of the employees or she's that
1: left her stuff behind and she's gonna come. Yeah, the... I seen that bo-
0: I've seen and really then, and then they go to the the um uh, black ones and like look at them, they destroying this, they doing they not so you're giving the white woman an option of there maybe she can be an employee, maybe she's there helping with the cleaning process. But the black people are like, nope. Nope, this is what I'm trying to... It's never equal. There's no such thing as... Yes, all lives matter, but it's not about all lives matter. It's about the truth behind everything. And that's like Black Lives Matter because they're treated like shit. Even in... you, This is what is being reported in the news that's being fed to our homes. This woman, there's a possibility that, you know, she works there... These black people are destroying everything and doing, there's no way they work there. They're just trying to do it, you know. You know, it's funny
1: that, you know, um, um, the NFL made a statement. We stand behind the proceedings um, of the marching and um, we're with you. But then Colin Kaepernick was taking a knee. The man took a knee. He didn't come out there and, and shot up the place, and riot, and and nothing. He took a knee. Mm-hmm. And the most silent possible way you can take a knee, he took a knee. And, and then they say, oh, he's being disrespectful to the flag, and yada, yada, yada. But now, hmm. flip to today, oh, we wish you guys would do it more peacefully. We tried that. Yeah. We did. And then what happened? You kicked this man off the football field and said, oh, he was disrespecting the flag. I've seen more white people do more dumb shit to the American flag than anybody else. Burn the flag, mm-hmm. use it to wipe their ass and shit like that. But then you want to talk about somebody taking a knee?
0: Because it's a black man and how they put, how the media put, you know, they describes a black everything, man. Correct.
1: They, they flip the narrative of everything and then all of a sudden it's our fault that we are like no you can't blame something that you put us in you put us in the situation you did you brought crack and cocaine and all that shit into the hood you you planted guns and shit into the hood and then you're like oh look at these niggas killing each other and shoot no you did that shit you set that up
0: and they also set it up for that one person to you know, abuse their own people because there's always that one damn person that sells everybody out, and they say, "You know what? Y'all want to do drugs? Fine, I'll sell the drugs. I'll I'll make my community be like shit and let and give all the money to the white person."
1: Right. It's it's it's. It's this this situation. I I until I think this right here is gonna continue to get bad until it gets better. I think it's gonna get worse until it gets better because now they're talking about setting curfews and shit like that. Man, like, yo, listen, you guys can set all the curfews you want, but until this orange man in the White House <laughs> is, is voted out or freaking go somewhere because he he wanna hide in a bunker and all that crap. Like, come on, bro. Like, the only people that I've ever remember hiding in them bunkers was Adolf Hitler and freaking Saddam Hussein when they was bombing their own people. Mm. So I don't want to hear. Like, come on. And then you want to. And then you want to. And I don't know if he was watching it yesterday when he wanted to take a picture. So he decided to tell the people, um, I mean, the police or whosoever to shoot rubber bullets at the peaceful protesters shoot rubber bullets at them and then tear gas them so that he can go take a picture of the church. And then he held the Bible backward, just like um Adolf Hitler did when he was holding up against the Jews. And it was like, really? Wow. Like, this is like, come on, man. Y'all need to get that Cheeto out of the damn um, white
0: house. This is America. Right. Like, come on, man. <laughs> it, hey. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I think of course, our condolences goes out to the family of George Floyd because that's we can easily see ourselves. Right, and I, and it,
1: and, I, and I, it's not even in, uh, uh, like you said. Uh, our condolences goes out to him and his family, and it's not even George. It's every person that has fallen to the same situation over and over, over and over and over again. That people are just like, yo, we're tired of this shit. Father. Yeah. Like we're Fuck it. If the, if this is what it takes can get you guys to pay attention and this is what we're going to do. We're going to fuck every goddamn thing up until you guys realize that we're tired of being treated like... I can't even say treated like animals because damn it, animals get treated better.
0: Way better. Because
1: I guarantee you if that was a damn dog the whole white community would have been rioting. Look how that police Hell, yeah. officer did little lassie. Like, really? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> <Little lefty. laughs>
0: but I had a story. I used to date a guy and he was arrested by a cop because the cop was like, oh, you fit the description of somebody that robbed a white woman. In front of my face, they locked him up. I'll never forget that. Da-da-da-da. You know, I was crying. I was like, oh my gosh, no, he didn't do this. Da-da-da-da. He was in the prison, fingerprinted, went through all that sitting in the jail cell to then oh, we found the person that did it. It wasn't you. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you. it's It's crazy. This is why people, if you're going to stand for something, stand for it. The movement right now is Black Lives Matter. Not all lives matter. So the movement is that because we all know that Black people have been treated horribly for years in this country. And we're not Saying that white lives or anybody else lives don't matter. We're focusing on what's going on now. And for the Hispanic community, the ones that are darker, tú eres negro también. Like you're black too. You gotta stand up, not just because you speak Spanish, that oh, I'm not black. Yes, you are. Especially when it comes down to Haiti and, and Santo Domingo, they're right there. And then there's one that doesn't believe that they're black, it's just like ridiculous. You we all have to join together. And make things better because this issue affects all of us, not some of us, all of us, all black, brown, high yellow as I am. I know I'm black. So. Mr. Michael rhythms, Michael rhythms, Michael rhythms doing errands as always. I thank you and appreciate for taking time out to you know, speak with whatever I want to say podcast and all our listeners about the craziness that's going on in this world. I, the craziness.
1: I appreciate it for allowing me to come out here and speak my piece.
0: Speak your piece. <laughs> <Yeah, done, Noah. laughs> all right, guys. Till next time. Don't forget to follow us at whatever I want to say podcast on Instagram. Share, like, review. New episodes every Wednesday. Yeah, tune in. Anything else you want to tell them while we're closing out?
1: Well, listen, follow my podcast as well. Rhythm's too much. You don't know what me
0: I say. <laughs> All right? <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. All right. All right, Your miseducation and racist ways is the reason why you are unable to see the person directly in front of you. You only see and know privilege. It is not, and I repeat, it is absolutely not a black man or woman responsibility to educate you, to make sure you are never uncomfortable, to walk and look a certain way that won't upset you, to make you feel superior at all times, when you clearly love our culture, our women, our men, our style, our food and our swag until it's time to stand up for us in front of your own kind. Racism exists because it's a learned behavior. And since we all know that it's a choice, remember that your actions racist individuals have reactions. My beautiful kings and queens, it is important to vote and let your voices be heard. Do not be a bystander to hate. Until next time, guys.